0: Good morning, it's the 29th of November. Just had a thought come into my head, November. I just realized it's November and it's almost over. That's the month where you practice saying no. Man, last year I learned a big lesson on saying no. I felt like God was telling me to say no. No. And then I got asked to speak. Open up the church service on a Wednesday night. And I just couldn't say no. And three weeks in a row, church got canceled on Wednesday night. And then finally I didn't do it. It just moved on or whatever. So... man oh man that's a tough one that's a tough one generally speaking when you're speaking to the masses it's like oh say yes do this do that man oh man but it's you're really your life Jeff Arnold preached a message Jesus really wasn't defined on what he did it was what he refused to do you gotta be locked in you gotta be locked into a to a target and everything that doesn't feed into that is just a simple no So that's why you got to make sure that that target is, is a good one because, you know, he might be saying no to something that you should be saying yes to. That's why you gotta, you gotta have good vision. Without a vision, the people perish. Okay, so courage, courage, uh, courage, enough courage. You've got to have courage. Be strong and of a good courage. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou goest. Goest. Goest is what it says. Not goest like Casper, but goest. Okay. This concept of courage... Is so crazy. See, it's so pathetic that human beings are scared to do the fulfilling thing and they feel comfortable terrifying themselves. (laughs) Somehow we get addicted to thinking about the worst case scenario, and even though it's very uncomfortable, downright terrifying. It's more scary to step out of the known into the unknown and actually think about where it is you're going. Oh, man, most people hear that and be like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's true, though. It's true. Somehow, I guess, I think about what I think about. Like, why am I... And so when you you stop thinking about the worst-case scenario... You've got to you've got to release that to God. And be like, okay, God, you just got to take care of that, and I'm going to work on actually moving toward where you're pointing me. And the thought of taking your eyes off of it, it I guess it's because you feel like it's going to catch you, it's going to clip you, you know, it's going to come out of nowhere and just hit you. So it's like if you if you can think of all the worst things, at least you can brace for it. You know, and that's just the way we're wired. And I I, like 95% of people are just wired that way. And um, 5% of people, whether it's just the way they were raised or if they made the change, it's a change I've made. However, I've backslid into the other and not really, really overcome that. I've never really overcome that. And I think it's just a decision. You know, you put a stake in the ground, like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And that comes to the vision. You know, the vision has to be that compelling that that's what you that's what you put your mind on. You put your mind on where you're going. Every time a negative thought comes in, you put your mind on where you're going. And you know, and where you're going. And your relationship with God is almost like a synonym. It's almost like the same thing. You know, that's got to be the case. Because then even if something does bad happen, it's like, okay, well, it had to happen. It's like there's a lesson coming from it or it's actually a shortcut to where I'm going. It don't look like it now or whatever. So you've got to somehow link your relationship with God with your vision. But the vision is the most important. It's the most important. Because when you got that, you just refine it, refine it, refine it. Make it more specific, more specific, more specific. And just work, 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 work. And learn to say no. It takes courage to stop being a loser. And it's so, it's so much better life. It's, It's really, I don't know, you can't say worse or better, you know, because things are just different. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's definitely harder, I think, to break than drug addiction. Well, and the trick is, and I say this a lot, it's the average of the people you hang around, right? The drug thing is like, okay, you got to make a decision. I'm not ever doing drugs ever again. That literally takes one second. But the process of doing drugs is, uh, (laughs) there's some preliminary things, right? You got to make the decision to do it. Like even if you run into somebody and they got a line chopped up for you and a straw and they hand it in your mouth, you still have to put the straw in your nose and bend over and snort it or whatever or swallow the pill or shoot it out. You know, you still have to do that. So there's negative thinking. It's automatic. It really is harder. It is harder to stop negative thinking. It's harder than heroin without a doubt. Without a doubt. The trick to stop being heroin, though, well, is the decision to never do it. The next step is stop hanging around people that do it. (laughs) You got to stop hanging around people that do it. So you got to, if you want to start thinking positively, you got to stop hanging around people that think negatively. The thing is, you can't really tell how people think. Well, you can, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, so if they talk negative, then you got to get away from them <laughs> but don't go to the false positive thinker, the delusional person, so the people that actually think positive and are going towards something they're just they're so they're just hard it's much harder to find the where they congregate, I guess you could say, or maybe they're really not that hard to find. It's just you don't feel worthy. When I say you, I mean me. I don't feel worthy to be around them because I know how much of a negative loser I am. So it's like, why would I... And, you know, if you care about humanity, you don't want to infect them with your negativity. So then you stay away. It's a worthy issue, right? A self-love. It kind of comes back to that as well. So, yeah, that's the thought. That's the thought. So, anyway, today is... uh, I feel good today it's really really awesome i got my day planned out did that last night I'll tell you i was really you know thinking about how i felt last night i'm just done at the end of the day like i can work physical work like forever i mean i don't want to but i can like i can go around the clock but mental output man i uh I lose it halfway through the day I still did my I still planned my day today the next day, and I think that's something I just gotta push through and do, no matter what, and that will really help my life, and I gotta somehow see that's the that 's the trick you gotta know thyself you gotta become conscious of your unconscious thoughts and behaviors and then when you realize who you really are then you can uh you can schedule your life around which around your strengths and weaknesses you know and optimize for maximum output as far as when you do certain things so i'm still working on that i do good in the morning and I got... I was pretty productive yesterday. Not as productive as I would have been if I had a gun to my head. How do you get that productive? You just do it. You just do it. Anyway. Yeah, just some just some thoughts. Just some thoughts here. And it really comes down to personal credibility too. You know, it, it, you, you do... Faithful, faithful. So uh, learn about these I am incantations. I am whatever it is. I am, I am, I am. I was thinking, I am fearless. You know, the Bible says, be not afraid. You know, I am fearless. I am without fear. Uh, and then I was thinking, man. That, it's like people go into the the the, the recovery classes and they're like, oh, I want, you know, I want to get off drugs. I st- I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. And it's like, yeah, but it's still the main subject of your whole issue there is still drugs. And uh even saying sober, I am sober. I am sober. That's just the It's all centered around drugs though. You know, it's like, no, I am something that by definition doesn't allow that in my life. Like by definition, if I'm whatever it is, an upstanding citizen, child of God, whatever, like I don't do drugs, right? So that it just becomes by default. You got to get away from trying to get away. (laughs) I hope that makes sense. You got to get away from trying to get away from something. It's not, you don't go to heaven just because you don't want to go to hell. You don't get married just because you can't stand being single. You don't stop doing drugs just because you don't want to be a drug addict. Like, that's not the reason. Those reasons are the worst reasons to do something. You got to do something and have those other things be a side effect of what you're doing. I hope that makes sense. So faithful, that's my, that's my, uh, my word. I am faithful. I am faithful. I am faithful. And I don't, and it's like, oh, but see the way we think of faithful is just someone that shows up all the time and this and that and everything else. But like, let's really break the word down. I looked it up in the definition. It says, uh, obsolete too. This is the absolute, obsolete definition. I think that's the one I'm looking for though. You know, I want God's definition. So in this day and age, God's become obsolete to the standard uh, society. But that's what I want. So it's like to be faithful. So if you really break it down, like faith is the only way to please God. It's the only way to please God. And pleasing God is the absolute number one, most important thing, period. So I am faithful and If you got faith, you don't have fear. You just don't, right? We all know that. So I'm faithful. I am full of faith. I am faithful, right? You have to have the belief, the deep, deep, overwhelming faith and belief that your actions will produce a result. And then then that becomes faithful, showing up all the time. It's like, if you really believed enough of this action would produce that result, you would do that action over and over and over and over and over again. And then that's how you become faithful. So it just kind of, if you look at the root of how that, I definitely agree with the new uh, definition as well. It just kind of shortens it. But if you get to the root of it, it's like, you got to really actually have the faith that it works. Because if you don't have the faith that it'll work, you won't do it. However, maybe you will because I've worked a lot. I've been faithful, right, to certain things in life and done it and done it and done it and done it just because I know it's the right thing to do. Like, it's non-negotiable, you know. So, but also, if I'm really honest, like, do I really believe that it's going to produce something that I want? And it may be lacking that. So it's not just doing the thing, but it's also believing that the the work toward the thing will produce the outcome. So I am faithful. I am faithful. I think you need to say that out loud a thousand times a day and really internalize and consider what faithful means. I am faithful. I am faithful. I am faithful. Full of faith, and I please God as a consequence of my faithfulness. Okay. There you have it. 15 minutes. Gotta go. Peace.